So take some time for this video. We're going to dive into something very deep. It's called Gyana Yoga. It has nothing to do with postures. If you want to listen to this, uh, not on Instagram, because it's not always the most comfortable to keep watching an Instagram video, you can find it also on my Spotify. Um, but so, and otherwise just watch it here with me. So Gyana Yoga, it means the yoga of intellect. And this is, in my opinion, one of the uh, most lacking aspects in the modern day yoga world, where everyone is so focused on asana. And it's not even that important to do asana. I do asana every day, I love it, but it's not even that important if you look at what is actually the goal of yoga, as it has already been described millennia back which is to reach a state of union. And one of the ways to reach the state of union is through the intellect. Postures are merely a tool that help on the path to awaken your energies, to keep you healthy, to get your mind clear, but it's not the end goal. It's kind of a good start. Gyana yoga is one of the things that can really lead you deeper towards the ultimate state of wholeness. So it basically means the yoga of intellect, as I said. And how we use the intellect is mostly we don't really try to learn anything new. This is not really the point. We will learn some tools and techniques that are new to us, but ultimately what these tools and techniques do they unroot our unconscious assumptions that we have about reality. And we are all full of them. And these assumptions have a lot to do with um, time and space, with um, identity and personality, and where we are located and what the structure of this universe is made out of. So let's take a deep breath before we dive into this. Let's take three deep breaths synchronized together in and out through the nose, wherever you want to open up the energy a little bit. So taking a deep inhale through the nose. Exhale. Taking another deep inhale. Exhale. Last deep inhale. And exhale. Closing your eyes for just a moment. Feeling yourself feeling your body. And gently come back to the space, open your eyes. So 
Gyana Yoga. This is really, really fascinating. And this has been one of the biggest explosive things that I have encountered myself throughout my own practice and study over the last years. Um, not that we're trying to reach for an explosion <laughs> uh, or some kind of breaking through. It's, I'm also not making any promises, promises here that this will um, get you to total freedom. I believe there's more to it. But I also believe this is a, a crucial aspect of total freedom. So, perhaps one of the main questions of Jnana Yoga is who are you? Or what are you? This question is also famous from a last century saint, Ramana Maharshi. You maybe know him, maybe not. He asked these questions to people that wanted to learn from him. Ask yourself, who am I? And inquire deeper and deeper and deeper. Because in this question, who am I? Most of our uh, assumptions about ourselves and about reality are hidden. And it's actually a very strange question because we can answer it in such a multitude of ways. You could answer by saying your name. You could answer by, um, by telling about your occupation. You could answer by what you like, what you don't like, right? Your age, whatever. You can say all these things. That's, that's who you are. You could say I'm a human or I'm the totality. But the point of this question is to see that we are something much vaster uh, than all these limited perceptions of ourselves. So what we are, this is a statement. You don't, I don't want you to believe anything, but this is a statement. Um, you are not your body or your mind, or at least you are not limited to your body and your mind. You are something much vaster than that. In fact, you are the vastness, the space in which the body and mind appear. So this is a bit of a turning around of how we have normally learned to relate, relate to reality. Instead of us, the I, being located inside the body and mind, as kind of like a piece of consciousness inside the brain. We're trying to see if that is true and ultimately to see that if perhaps the body and mind are located in us. So this is something to really slowly let land and not something to just only think about, but really trying to investigate. Can I experience this for myself? Who am I? What am I? Am I inside this body and mind? Or now someone for the first time makes this proposition to me that perhaps the body and mind are located in me. Is this perhaps true? So one of the ways, ways that we can uh, reach to this understanding uh, is through a um, interesting technique called neti neti. And it basically means not this, not that. And it's a self-inquiry tool in which we 
um, say that if I am something, I, uh, I cannot be that which I experience. Because if I can experience something, it means that I, uh, as a subjective experiencer, experience something. There's I and there's something. So we start to go past everything that we can experience and see that since we cannot experience it, it is not what I am. So really, before we can do Netty Netty successfully, you really have to let land and really have to see for yourself, is this true? If I can experience something, does this show a bit of a distance between myself and the object I'm experiencing? Perhaps obviously yes, perhaps not. And then it requires a bit more time to explore this. But, and don't think about it too long. Also look at it just from a place of clarity. I am experiencing something, so I must be here and that something must be there. So this is very clear when we talk, for example, about a water bottle, right? I can experience this water bottle. So I am not this water bottle, quite clear, right? No one. Hardly anyone has ever mistaken themselves to be a water bottle, except for, more for when we are perhaps on uh, LSD or mushrooms, which leads people to enlightenment. So, but we can say, I am not this water bottle, okay? I am not the sky I'm looking at. I am not my partner. I can experience my partner, but I am not my partner. So I am not this, I'm not that, and I am not that. This is all very obvious. But where it becomes less obvious is when we look at the things we have been identifying with. Because before exploring jnana yoga, most of us believe we are the body and the mind. And jnana yoga shows you, you are not the body and the mind. Or you are not limited to it. So if we now look also at our own hand, for example, I can experience my hand. So then I can not be my hand. I must be something prior to my hand. So this might already seem a little bit strange. And, but because it seems clearly like to be a part of your body. Now, before we go to the rest of the body, you can think about your hand that you have the, your nails on it and you can take off your nail. And it's now your nail seems to be part of your body, but when you cut it off, it's no longer a part of your body. And even a bit more um, extreme maybe, but you could chop off the top part of your finger accidentally. And then what was once part of your body is then no longer part of your body and no longer part of you. So where do you begin and where do you end? This is a really good question. Because you could even imagine that that science 
at some stage would be advanced enough to keep someone alive even when they wouldn't have a body at all that they kind of would be able to still keep pumping blood into your brain with oxygen and that would be enough to keep you alive so um not trying to get you into all kinds of dark images but it's a really valid question where do i begin and where do i end and am i really my body the way i thought i was my body so whatever i can experience coming back to the netty netty technique it is not what i am so i can experience my hand so it is not what i am i can experience my my leg so it is not what i am i can experience my nose so it is not what i am so not to cause any confusion i'm not saying here to deny your body i'm not saying here that you should um, deny that you are experiencing your body and um, to say that you are not your body is maybe not completely correct it's maybe better to say i am not limited to my body i'm vaster than my body so what i am is beyond my body i can experience my body but i am beyond my body so what is that that is beyond my body is it my mind is it my thinking is it me and then what is this me that is beyond the body because now we can go into a thought process about it if i if i am beyond what i experienced then i can not be my body but if you then even look at that one at that thought who is experiencing that thought because not only are you experiencing your body you are also experiencing your thoughts your mind right you are not within your thoughts thoughts appear to you for some of you this is already very obvious for some of you this is newer so i'm going to speak about coming back to the beginning stages and this is good for everyone always we have to keep our beginners mindset um, but if 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 for example you sit down in meditation and you want to sit and close your eyes and you just wish you could stop thinking anyone knows even experienced meditators even the buddha and the most enlightened person on this planet anyone knows that we cannot stop thoughts on command so the thoughts keep appearing to us and even when we want to stop the thoughts we don't have control over it so our thoughts are being created outside of our control and we can experience our thoughts so when i'm not what i experience then i am not even my thoughts i am not even my mind i'm not even my emotions i can experience my thoughts i can experience my body i can experience my emotions 
I can experience my imaginations, visualizations. I can experience my surroundings. But I am beyond what I experience. So I am not any of that. So then what the hell am I? This is where we really go deeper into um, what this Guiana Yoga is all about. What the hell am I if I am not what I experience? Literally anything I could experience shows a subject-object relationship between experiencer and experienced. So what I am cannot be experienced. What I am is experiencing, but what I am cannot be experienced. Let's close our eyes together for a moment and, and see how that feels experientially. What I am cannot be experienced. So, with your eyes closed or open if you are in a situation where that's required. If you can, I invite you to stop and pause and close your eyes. Who or what is experiencing right now? Where is the experiencer? What is the experiencer? Does it have a shape? A location? A concept? So gently getting ready to come back to the space. So maybe I'm going too fast or I'm going to continue now. So um, this is not something to understand straight away. Just a little disclaimer before I continue. The way this is often taught, this Guiana yoga, this, this yoga of the intellect is through repetition. So this is really very rare that someone uh, grasps it and sees it because don't really try to understand it with thoughts. We try to experience it. Um, it really takes time for most people to have it land in an experiential way. So, but if you're still excited, then let's dive a little bit deeper. So if I am not what I experience, but I am experiencing everything. Then now what might seem to be the case is that I am located somewhere in my head. Because when I close my eyes or even when I keep them open, this seems the place between my ears where I hear my thoughts, where I experience my thoughts. It's the place where if I um, visualize anything 
the color red, um, an elephant. It all seems to be projected kind of inside my brain. And also science tells me that um, the brain is where all these things get processed. So then if I am not all of this, then the center point from where, from where I am experiencing all of this, at least that must be in the brain. So now we are coming into the next big assumption, which is I am located, which is already an assumption in itself. I am located. And then it's even a bigger assumption. I am located somewhere. And I think I know where that somewhere is. It's in my brain. So the assumption is I am located inside my head. This is a really big assumption that almost everyone on this planet walks around with, which is so taken for granted and which upon uh, inquiry will reveal itself to be completely, completely false and untrue. So Let's close our eyes again for a moment and now really see where am I? Can I truly find a central point? Do I have a center? And whether I believe that to be true or not. Let's try to find our center. Where do I begin and where do I end? And can I, as a center point, start to experience myself as not limited to my body now, but as the ocean of experience. So all sense perceptions, sound, sight, smell, touch, thought, imagination, memory, anticipation, feeling, emotion. Can I experience myself centerlessly experiencing this ocean of experience.
Or can I even see that I don't need to do anything? But that I already am the ocean of experience. And gently bring your awareness back to your body. Making yourself ready to open your eyes again in a moment. So, whether this already starts to land for you, or whether maybe not, but it resonates, I invite you to keep exploring these assumptions, to keep looking um, deeply at reality and the constructs of this reality. And um, and I also invite you to explore this just for what it is. You will see something that is more true than what you have been seeing. You will start to see um, the, yeah, the reality and the unreality. This is huge in Jnana Yoga. This is also one of the starts of Jnana Yoga, to discern between what is real and unreal, viveka. So you will start to see what is real and what is unreal better and better and be able to discern between that. And I also want to say, be careful, careful with this. Uh, a lot of Jnana Yoga uh, will go by the name of non-duality on the internet these days. Um, many popular teachers that speak about this. And it's often presented as if it is going to um, give a solution to everything. This is really how people can misperceive this. So just see this as an element of your uh, spiritual journey, of your journey of consciousness. Um, but don't depend on it. There's much more than just the intellect. Um, and for people that never use the intellect, there is just a world to explore the intellect. But it is all a balance. Um, we are detaching from reality, but ultimately we want to also return to reality and be engaged with reality and be engaged with the body. And not just um, dwell in a non-dual intellectual space. So. Leave any comments, leave any questions if you have them. I'm going to leave this video for now. This is a topic I'll return more to in the future. Um, for now, thank you for watching this video or for listening to it. And I say peace. Namaste. Ciao.